welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. It is a Thursday evening, mid-December, and I'm feeling good. I just came from dinner with a good friend of mine, Sarah from Sarah's Faves on Instagram, and it was just such a happy heart dinner. Like, we, we just were really shooting the shit, we had good eats, mocktails, just chatting about all the things in life. And Sarah and I are newer friends, I suppose you would say. And so there's still like parts of our life that we're learning about each other, right? And with her, you know, there was a lot of, or a question came up regarding like to me, a question from her to me. Wow, I really butchered my words there. But it was relating to college and if I had gone to college and just an, you know, a curiosity way and so I had I gave my entire story with that which led into the hep C story which led into like all these different stories and it was just funny because if you're new to this podcast you might be like what the fuck are you talking about this episode's already starting out odd and if you've been around for a while then maybe you know but it's just it was an interesting conversation because I was explaining to her it's so neat how we have so many different seasons of our life And I know there are some of you listening to this podcast or that follow me on Instagram that have been there from the beginning or at least from three, two years ago. And so you've been with me through some of these scenarios. And you might remember my leaving college stage and my hepatitis C stage and my grief stage and all these different stages, right? But if you're newer and all these new people that I'm inviting and welcoming into my life nowadays, they don't know all of that. And what was neat and I mean I'll just dive right into this episode I guess hi hello welcome (laughs) and this is something I I talked about on my recent trip home too but there's such a freedom almost when I meet someone new and they don't know my past and that's something that really took me a while to even find I suppose because I've always been so vocal and open about my life and my history and all of it that it's honestly kind of rare, unless I meet somebody brand new, that they don't know at least some bit of my past, right? And I grew up in a small town where everybody knew everybody's shit. Like I, and I always hated that. Like I hated that everybody thought they knew what was going on and there would be rumors and there'd be this. And when I moved to Austin two years ago, it was such a relief to move somewhere where nobody knew me. And, you know, I could go to my work and nobody knew what I did on the side and nobody knew all the hard things that I shared and all the good things that I shared. And then eventually with time, you know, I've been here two years, all of my coworkers follow me or know what I do. And a lot of my friends and mutuals and acquaintances follow and kind of know what I'm up to. And while I love that because they get a closer look into my life, it is also neat to connect with people on a blank slate. And I think what's neat about it is that I've recently been doing a lot of work when it comes to relationships, right? And evaluating who's bringing energy into my life, who's really fueling this life of mine, and who's draining from it, or what situations. You know, it might not be one person, but an entire environment, or a group, or something I'm seeing online. Like, whatever whatever concept, concept that will be. <laughs> but in the sake of people, you know, that's what we're talking about here. And so... What's been neat is that in this past year, I think I've really did quite the evolution and reshift in myself. And with that, those relationships are bound to change. 
And it's been really curious these past few weeks, months, etc., to watch how I've shifted and then those in my life have had to either shift along with me or almost like fade into a different category of my life. I don't know if that makes sense, but what I'm trying to get to is that it's interesting now that I feel like I finally have like evolved and grown and healed to this point where I feel very stable and at home in my like mind, body, spirit currently to be making friends that are new for this season of life. That's what I was trying to say by all that is that for instance with Sarah, it feels like this friendship is so naturally, easily, quickly growing and we're connecting so well because I think we're just both at a point in our life where we've really like done the work and we've experienced things and we just, we know the type of energy we want to be interacting with. We know who really like matches our vibe. We know what we want to talk about and what lights us up and what activities you want to do. You know, like for instance, with both of us, we prefer to not drink and it's so amazing to be hanging with somebody that I don't feel any pressure at all to be drinking around or I have friends that we always know we like to walk like whatever it is right it's just so beautiful when you get to this point in your life or this season right this could shift in a couple years it will but when you get to a season in your life in which you're just able to sort of like really show up authentically with your friends and the relationships and really prioritize the people relationships, places, work environments, etc. that most support you in this time. And yeah, I guess that was a little rambly there, but I just, I was feeling so grateful lately. I have been for the beautiful connections I've been making. And, you know, at first I was just like, oh, it's so neat that I'm meeting these people. And then I realized like, no, Emily, like give yourself some credit too. I mean, I've been doing the work to call in these types of people right like I've been doing the work and working on myself and my habits and my mindsets and all of that so that I can show up authentically and I can show up and really connect with people in a real way and it's just so different making friends in the season of life versus how I was trying to make friends six months ago a year ago a year and a half two three years ago I just yeah it feels good I feel like I'm finally making some some way here, you know? So that's a really good feeling. And maybe it's something you relate to, maybe not. But I think whether it's a friendship, romantic relationship, family relationships, like just so much shifts. And I think we oftentimes forget that it's not just about the other people, but a lot of it's coming from ourselves too. And so being really honest about how am I showing up in these relationships and what am I bringing to the table What am I, you know, bringing in both a good and a maybe not so good way? And I know in particular, so I just went home and that was quite a trip. (laughs) I mean, nothing crazy happened. It was just trips home are always a bit of an emotional thing for me um, in a good and a bad way. You know, there's just a lot there. And so before I dive into this, actually, I do want to give a little shout out to today's podcast sponsor because part of this trip home there was a lot of self-care needed and involved (laughs) especially since getting back i have been relying on and loving my breathe therapy tabs you may have seen my instagram about these that i just shared 
but essentially these are breathe therapy patches for aromatherapy. They are created with pure essential oils blended depending on what you need. So there are kits for just being overall well, for self-care, for peace and serenity, to get up and go. There's individual ones such as like grounding, sleep, calm, energy, digestion, breathing, focus. And the idea is that these are little patches that can be worn on your clothing. You could put them on a bracelet. Um, You could put them on like the collar of your jacket. They're just these little like tabs that you know, you, it's fine if somebody notices them on you, they don't look that weird, or you can kind of like discreetly wear them and feel like breathe in and thus feel the relief and support that these different oils are giving you depending on what you need. And it's a really neat concept. I mean, I would have a long day at work when I first got these tabs and come home and I would use the little breathe tab or the calm tab and I would put it on my sweater I would take like a deep inhale, focus on my breathing, letting that aromatherapy really work its way into my mind, body, overall being. And I mean, adding in these sensory experiences such as scent is so helpful in letting us get to a deeper level. And I just, it would help me just cozy up and relax and breathe deep and really unwind from a long day or to help me focus after a long day or before a long day. And so it's just a really neat concept. I was pleasantly surprised by it. So I'll link everything below and you can give their website a look over and potentially shop them for yourselves. But it is a really neat concept. And I think whether you get them for yourself or as a gift for somebody, these would be very fun. I would personally love to get these. I should have asked for more as a gift for my family, but I forgot I didn't so I might just need to do a little restock but overall 10 out of 10 recommend breathe therapy pure essential oil in discreet skin patches for hours of on-the-go aromatherapy inhale exhale feel all the good feels and give it a go so back to the topic (laughs) inspired by self-care this trip home oof let me know if you relate but I am from small town Pennsylvania, going home feels like literally going back in time, (laughs) as you can probably guess from going hustle bustle Austin, very forward thinking in some ways, (laughs) lots of, you know, good thoughts, good vibes here, going back home, very small town feels, very different political views, religious views, people views, it's just not similar at all and that's can be a good thing you know but and before I go on I love my hometown I love that I grew up there but definitely can see now from a distance the flaws that come with it anyway so going home's always already sort of like okay Emily deep breaths you've got this a few days out back in the country small town will be good for the soul, a good little reset. And it always is. Being out in nature, being away from the hustle and bustle of the city is so good for me. I just need that reminder at times. But anyway, so I go home. I'm with family, primarily my dad and brother, and I love them both so, so dearly. But with my dad especially, there's always a little bit of tension on my end, I suppose, just because I feel like I've done a lot of work in the past few years to just get honest with myself, you know, about 
different areas of my life about my mental health and about my healing from my past and healing past trauma and wounds and how to move forward in life and how to make the most of every day, you know, and go get her and be out there and try new things, right? Like I'm really, I'm really going at it. (laughs) The Capricorn in me is really going at it, y'all. Oh, I, sorry, I said y'all. I said I would never do that when I moved here to Texas and now I do it, but it's just so much more inclusive, you know? So anyway, back on track, back to focus. Uh, So with my dad though, he's not that way. (laughs) He's very content and happy with his life there and I love that for him. But it can be hard for me to go from Austin where I'm very outspoken, I share whatever comes to mind, I don't really feel like I have limitations placed on me to then go home and feel like with him, I'm just a different version of myself. As though I have all these walls up and boundaries and things that I just won't talk about, right? Like for instance, he and I have never actually talked or really addressed the years of my life that I was struggling with an eating disorder. It was sort of like when it all happened and he and my aunts and grandpa sent me to treatment and in the weeks following, right, like he he was there to like help me, help me to make sure that I like followed the protocol that I was on and the treatment plan I was on. But then once I was cleared by like the RD or whoever said, oh yeah, she weighs enough, she's healthy, she's healed, yay, yay, even though I was not and would struggle for eight more years. Uh, when they initially gave me the clear, you know, he just let it go. And he, I guess, trusted that I'd be all right. Um, didn't want to really like hold on to that painful part of our history anymore. And so he let it go. And since then, it's never been really brought up again. I've never talked with him about how much longer those struggles went on. I never openly talked about the fact that I was struggling or that I was doing different recovery options. Like to this day, he still doesn't know that that's such a big part of the content I create. He's not on social media. He doesn't know what I do. He thinks I just do food content and lifestyle stuff, I guess. Um, So that's a big part of my life, obviously, that I just don't have a relationship with him. Like that just doesn't come up in our relationship, I suppose. But then with that is also all the other work I do, right? So the meditation, the breath work, the self-awareness and knowledge and all of these just really mindful topics that are so important to me in my life. I also just, I feel like when I bring them up with him, it just goes over his head. And I think he, he kind of understands that it's just, it's something I'm into and he knows how important it is to me. But since he doesn't utilize those and they're not you know a part of his life it's hard for him to connect or to really even know what to say and so oftentimes his conversations just end up going right back to where they started or completely steering in a whole new direction and I'm left feeling like he didn't actually hear what I had to say and that can be hard right and I say all this knowing that he's not doing it with any ill will or with intention truly like he just isn't aware in that way and he doesn't live life the way I do and he doesn't see life the way I do and that's okay you know at the end of the day you can't change somebody and you shouldn't 
really be trying to change somebody. The most you can do is show up and provide support and plant little seeds along the way and hope that they make those changes themselves. Ultimately, I don't ever want to force this stuff on him. You know, I, I could bring up these conversations, but it, I, I just don't feel like it'd be worth my time and energy. And so instead, I just, I don't. And that's hard when I go home to feel like I lose the parts of myself that have really, that really make me feel the most me, <laughs> you know, like the, the parts of me that have really liberated me from the past Emily that was so broken down with pain and disordered thoughts and trauma and all of that. And so going home sort of feels like reverting back into that version of myself. Like I lose my voice, I lose the growth, I lose the forward momentum. And there are there are days when I'm home in which it just feels cozy and warm and I'm just able to ex- like just sort of be floating in that like in-between place where I'm just at home with my brother and dad and we're cooking and life is only about those moments. And then the next day at home, I would be like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like I, I've reverted back. Where's like that Emily that's fiery and self-aware and can be like above these types of thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And so it's just such a back and forth. I feel like it drains my energy so much. And thus why the last two days since being home in Austin, I've been doing so much self-care, so many breathe therapy tabs. I'm just trying whatever I can to really like bring my energy back up to speed after going home. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of you relate. I don't know if it's, I, I assume it's much more common than I think, but sometimes I get really sad because I see, especially around the holidays, all these happy, seemingly happy families and gatherings and, you know, they're everybody's getting together and they're baking cookies and doing gift exchanges and it's love, love, love. And don't get me wrong, I love my family. I love being home with them. But that's not the experience I have, right? Like I go home and I'm struggling to kind of maintain, like I'm struggling to stay grounded in the present day version of myself that is healed and growing and evolving and shifting and not just revert back to the old me that had so many struggles. And then, you know, my dad, brother, and I would, of course, we'd have like our fun times and our good times, but I don't know. I just don't know how else to describe it. Like I just, it makes me sad. Like I just so often wish, (laughs) I just wish I had like a normal, a quote unquote normal family or home life and yeah I don't know how to say that without sounding like woe is me privileged like in any sense I don't know like I'm, I'm not trying to be pri- like I don't know I don't know how else to describe it I just I sometimes wish I had <laughs> I guess for like one Christmas that hallmark family Christmas you know and I just I don't remember the last time we had that probably not since I was like a little kid and my mom was still here and like the whole family was together but it's like this year especially I've now lost all my grandparents so there's no like grandparents house for Christmas and the family's all shifting in their own ways like the extended family's all shifting so yeah I don't know I am super grateful I don't want it to come across like I'm not grateful I'm so grateful I have at least a dad and a brother to go home to 
that love me so much and all my extended family too. I just mean like sometimes I just wish my initial like close close family was different but I also like I wouldn't trade them for the world. It's not their fault. It's just I guess how I'm perceiving it. So yeah I don't know maybe that was oversharing. (laughs) Maybe that was a lot but even if that helps one or two of you feel less alone in those thought processes, then it's worth sharing. And this could go in any sense, right? Like for anyone in which your family dynamic has shifted in little ways, big ways, whatever it is, right? Like my example is very specific and unique to me. I don't know how many of you others are going to relate specifically to that, but it's the overall idea of like if your dynamic, your family dynamic, your home dynamic has shifted in the past year, two years, however many years, I just want to say I feel for you. I know how hard it can be, especially around the holidays when the family and home life is like the center of attention. And so I'm just sending love to you all. And I'm here if you want to connect on Instagram or chat or whatever it might be, because it's not easy. And it's, yeah, I also just find it can be hard to be in that holiday spirit as well, because everything's just so intertwined so struggles love hope you can all get through it and I know I know we all can get through it I know we can remake Christmas into our own thing remake the holidays into our own thing and home family it's all an ever evolving shifting process you can choose what your home is I mean at the end of the day right you can choose if your little cozy apartment that's 500 square feet is your home or if your home is back wherever you're from you can choose if your family is your blood family or if it's your best friend or your co-workers like whatever you want it to be make a home make a family that serves you in this season of life and lean into that I suppose there that's that's my grand advice <laughs> so hopefully that resonates but oof what a in my feels episode let me tell you what one thing to another (laughs) I guess last thing I wanted to touch on is that as I've shared in a lot of episodes recently body image comes and goes it's very top of mind for me lately Um, was definitely feeling some increased body image struggles when I was home and didn't have enough clothes so I had to try to wear some old clothes that of course did not fit me So that was a trigger, but it's okay. And I know with the holidays, there can be other triggers as well. But last thing I wanted to share is about a reel I shared on Instagram this past week relating to body image. And it was just a quick little reframe practice that I've been doing. And I just wanted to leave it as a final little thing for this episode for you all as we head into the actual like depth of the holiday week (laughs) and it is the reframe that when my body image struggles have been coming up as of late I have been urging myself to think through kind of make a mental list of the people in my life that I love that I admire that I'm inspired by motivated by people that are mentors to me friends co-workers just all the lovely souls in my life and when I think of them I remind myself that I think of them in these ways. I love, admire, inspire, respect, whatever I think of them as, in what way. Always and never, like, not always, never, (laughs) never has to do with their body, right? Every time I think of them, in whatever way I think of them, 
It is in no regards to their body. I'm not once thinking like, I'm so inspired by her, like her body. No, I'm like, I'm so inspired by her because of her personality, what she's doing in work, her hobbies, her passions, her creative pursuits, the way she speaks, the way she shows up for others, the type of friend she is. Or I'm, I admire his courage so much and his curiosity and the way he shows his love to friends and loved ones and the way he teaches me how to cook dumplings and the way he's just my best friend. You know, like I or they, whoever, whatever pronoun, whoever they are to you, I just urge you to think of these people and then remind yourself all the ways that you think of them and that the fact that it has nothing to do with their body. And so if that's how we think of others and that's how we perceive others, why are we then not giving that same treatment to ourselves, right? I mean, it makes sense of like, I, if I'm not judging others' lives and who they are by their bodies, why would I do that to myself? Why would I let my own body determine my worth, value, love, self-love, the love others give me, purpose in this world? It just doesn't make sense. And I mean, granted, like I'm not saying, I'm sure there are some people where you're just like, maybe they're in the fitness world and you're just like, wow. Like right, if, if they're putting their body out there for display, like they're a fitness person, that might be different. But what I'm saying in general is that I highly doubt you these people in your life are in your life because of their bodies so why do we so often so quickly so deeply let our own bodies determine those factors of ourselves and when you say it out loud right it kind of makes sense but I know how easy it is to forget that and to just let yourself get caught up in the spiral of body dysmorphia or a hard body image day And so I really want to urge you and myself to remember this little reframe, this little flip the script action whenever those thoughts come up. And it might seem a little silly or a little like, what's this going to do at first? But I promise the more you do it, the more it becomes true. And the more often you do this little reframe, this flip the script action, the easier it will become to naturally see that and stop the thoughts from spiraling and spiraling and digging a deeper, deeper, deeper hole. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. I have found myself doing it more and more often. And each time it gets a little bit easier to actually believe it and to be like, oh yeah, that it doesn't make sense for me to be judging my body in this way. So Let's find a way to move on and shift gears and change my lane of focus. So it, it, maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't click for you, but it's been a pretty major help for me as of late. And I just really wanted to share with as many people in as many ways as I could. So that's all. Whew. Hopefully this episode didn't come out as too rambly. I really didn't have any planning script going except for how I wanted to share with breathe therapy but overall just thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and any and every time you share whether that's on social media a loved one a friend tiktok whatever your means of sharing is it truly means so much this show has been a long time running 
And while I do love it, it is also an aspect of work and it takes my time and my energy. So any way that you can support it means oh so much. And overall though, I am just grateful to be able to connect in this way with you all week after week. So big love, big gratitude. Let's connect on Instagram. If you want to chat, DM, send me advice, (laughs) ask for advice, uh, have a suggestion, whatever it might be. You can find me at Emily Feichels, linked below, as well as those breathe therapy tabs that I absolutely love. So thank you, thank you. And without further ado, I'll talk to you next week.